welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our two different points of view, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about the brand new Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Christmas in July movie, Take Me Back for Christmas. Mm, Lovely title, lovely title. This is the first Christmas in July new movie that we've reviewed. Yeah, we've talked about Ice Pals 2.0. Well, we didn't talk about it. We said we were not going to talk about it. So I was really excited for this one. The premise and everything, you know, magic. Come on. I mean, I didn't know anything about it, so but I was still somehow excited for it. (laughs) You saw the little preview right before we started watching it. And you were like, what is this? This looks good. And I'm like, this is what we're ready to watch. (laughs) I tried to. I don't. I don't like to be spoiled. I like to go in with with fresh eyes. But I mean, with that said, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. Is this film one that you would like to watch again, perhaps with magical snowflakes dancing down around you? Oh. Yep. Or is this one maybe you don't want to be paying full attention to? Maybe you're busy making gift baskets with freshly baked bread, and you're just kind of looking up every once in a while. Or is this one that you never, ever want to see again for the rest of your life? What What are those choices for you? Uh, well, I appreciate the I appreciate the options yep. that I have. Those are good options, good magical options. Um, for you. well, you know, since it's so hot where we are, I would love to have snowflakes falling down around me. I don't mm. know how that would be happening as I'm watching the movie. Magic. That's how. <laughs> it is magic. Um, and so was this movie. So I would absolutely wow. watch this movie. High praise. Again. High praise. Yes. What about you? This movie was great. I would watch it again in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of the best Hallmark movies I've seen in a, in a long while. It is it is up there. Um, very little notes from me. And a lot of that has to do with some great technical uh, love in this one, um, which we'll you know, obviously dive into. But this one was, was near flawless in my mind. Just stunning performances stunning story it looked great just if you see one movie this year this one needs to be it hands down wow and the year's not even over yet yeah and so I'm, that, I'm saying that now that's how good this movie is oh i know i mean take me back for christmas more like take me back to this movie yeah exactly i'm gonna watch it again <laughs> but let's go ahead and give the audience what they've been craving for since we started which is a wonderful plot summary craving yeah that's the only reason people listen i know is for these uh these they do. You'd Amazing. be surprised. Plot summaries. After losing her mother, Renee is finding it hard to move on with her life. Her husband, Aaron, would love for them to move and follow their dreams, but Renee feels stuck. Mm. So when she makes a wish for a different life, she finds herself with just that. A different life, one including her mom being alive and where she's the CEO of her own company. But... Aaron is no longer her husband. As she tries to figure out this new path, she realizes she longs for the love she once had and must let go of the things holding her back. Mm. Mm. So good. So good. So sad. In order to take her back for Christmas. Oh, you're <laughs> holding on to it. No, I just added that. <laughs> that was so I real good, though. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> I realized. That's perfect. Oh, I didn't get the title in there. Uh, no, great, great summary as per as per usual. Um, you know, right off the bat, I, I just have to say, 
you, you can't do a vague wish when you're dealing with magic. I mean, she should have known that right off the, the bat there. That was risky the, business. The vaguest of vague. Va- just different. Just something different. I mean, she got lucky that it was so good because it could have been a doozy. Yeah, anything. <laughs> really good. Anything different. Yeah. You know, the with the plot and everything, this is a movie we've kind of seen before, but it felt elevated to me. It felt updated. Uh, so while it felt similar to other films that we've enjoyed in the past, this one really just had it all for me yeah it is definitely similar to a lot of other movies uh, a dream of christmas which is the yeah. one that really came to mind with nikki and andrew of course one of our favorites but yeah this plot to me is not something that you can do too much <laughs> it's one <laughs> of my favorites i love i love this plot where you know someone is put into a different life yeah um you know, some of my favorite 13 going on 30. It's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did read that uh, this was sort of um, a family man with Nicolas Cage inspired this movie. So that's another. There's just so many that have this this premise. And it is one of my favorites, of course, because it involves magic. How did you feel? I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room. How did you feel about the elf? giving the wishes and not Santa Claus. How, how did that, how did that go for you? I preferred it. It was less creepy <laughs> um, because usually if there is a Santa for some reason, it's all, there's always some kind of creepy vibe there. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, what was the one? It was the Hallmark one with uh, Terry Hatcher that was from a few years back. Well, there's you can point to anyone. Oh. There's, there's a creepy Santa here. There's a creepy even even William Shatner, uh, whom I'm a big fan of. I mean, he came, gave off some creepy vibes in his carriage. You know, like well, he wasn't like your typical Santa. No, that made it even worse. He was just a creepy man in a park who With liked magic. to stroke his yeah. beard. So we don't know if he was Santa or not. That is the the big question. But anyways, yeah, I liked the elf. I I wasn't even expecting it to be that. I don't yeah. know why. Like, I didn't know when the elf and Santa came into the shop, I didn't know that they were going to be involved in the wishing. I just figured it was just going to be some kind of magic. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was nice. And I feel like you do, like most of the time, need a sort of guide. Not always. They don't always have a guide. Right. But uh, I liked I liked the elf. Cece. Yeah. No, she was cool. And she was almost, you know, towards the end, very angel vibes, you know, with the white and the... You know, so maybe not necessarily Santa's elf, but a magical angel, wish-granting angel. Yes. Well, let's talk about our main characters. Please. We have Vanessa Lingis, who... She is rising in my Hallmark uh, stock. (laughs) Card stock? I I don't know. She's rising in my Hallmark uh, actors list, we'll say. Sure. She plays Renee, and I love her. Yeah. If only sh- I just want her to be in all of the movies. Yeah. I if just in some like a background something. She, I don't, I don't know what it is about her. She just has such a, of like a genuine quality to her in her performances. She's so great at the comedy as well as the you know the vulnerable moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just crushed this role. And I just feel like. Yeah, this movie could not have been... This movie would not have been as amazing as it was without her. Yeah, I 100% agree. She's flawless in these roles. Just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and then we also have Corey Sevier. Who, who is also rising in my yeah. Hallmark card stock list. <laughs> I mean, just really great. 
Yes, he plays Aaron. And yeah, same. Like after Noel Next Door, yes. I just was like seeing him in a different way. Oh, well, Pumpkin Everything uh, true. Yep. first. And then, so the last few movies that he has done, definitely I'm just, I'm a fan. And I, and I loved him in this. I loved him and Vanessa together. Yeah. Because um, he had to play such, such a vulnerable role where he was so wounded by her, but still falling for her at the same time again. And it was just great to see that. I love that. Well, you, that I don't think he had to fall again. I think he was just <sighs> always in love with her. Well, it's, it's so great to see. Like, it's so great to see like a masculine role show vulnerability like this, where he's very wounded and just, you know, resisting but at the same time falling back into love with her or like you said he's already in love with her but that that vulnerability in, in a male character is is really um really refreshing to see for me yes it was very nice and so you know when we talk about meet cutes we don't really have a meet cute in this one because they're already together whoa, which, whoa, whoa. we have a great ryu meet cute well that's what i'm getting so they're when we meet them though they're already married yeah, in the yeah. beginning of the movie you know, and times are tough and all. This is like before the wish. So This is long hair. <laughs> this this is, is long hair time. This is, a, I believe it's a wig because she has short hair right now. Um, this is, yes, long hair Renee. And, <laughs> you know, they're, the times are tough. We, you know, we're learning. So I'm like, oh, they're already married. But yes, we do get a, a Ryu meet cute because mm-hmm. uh, I have that in my notes. But... There's so much stuff that happens like actually before he even shows up. I feel like it's well into like 45 minutes before we start getting like, you know, the romance building up again. You might be um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of strange how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're really meet cute. I mean, come on. Yeah. It was it was pretty great. Yeah. I mean, shower. I mean, what do you what more do you need? Shower. He's out of the shower. He's <laughs> he's toweled up. I mean you know toweled up stranger in his house i mean oh, okay Corey. we we see you um this was a good scene it was funny it was cute as it yep. should be in a, a meet cute or reunion meet cute and i loved just the this movie was so good with the details and yep. the subtleties how she's just like you know she doesn't want to leave because she's like well you're my husband but not in this life yep so she has to leave him and you can tell like she doesn't want to and it's just yeah it's just a really great scene i mean there's there's a lot of great i'm glad you brought like the little details here because the way they interact with each other and the way that she interacts with her mom too mm. uh which is a whole other thing even we're not, when, well, i don't want to talk about any of that i know we're, we're gonna the skip movie. the mom in this movie because it's just too painful but no. <laughs> the i mean when she first sees her mom early in the film um She's like stroking the mom's hair like just because she can't believe that she's real. She does it very subtly and just little things like that throughout are just remarkable and really beg for a second viewing because the actors, every actor in this film, really, their, their performances were so good with those details. Yeah. And speaking of hair, I'm going to get to the mom part in a minute. Oh, but, are you choking up? I heard a little um, choke over there. The, uh, there's a part, which I don't know if this was done intentionally or accidentally or, you know, if it was just like a happy accident, but I feel like Vanessa did it intentionally. But, you know, we see her starting out with the long hair and then when she, you know, falls into this new life, she has the short do. Right. And 
there's a part when she's like, oh my gosh, you know, right when we see her in this new life. And it's, she does this thing where it's like, she goes to almost like pull her hair back. Oh. Like, cause she's like free, nervous, but there's nothing there. And her hands just kind of like, oh, like she realizes like, oh wait, I don't have hair there. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if you caught that. I'm no, guessing I, you I didn't. That. I feel like it happened almost twice too. And I just thought that was just an incredible detail to do because of course if you have long hair like if that's something you would normally do but then like she has short hair so i just thought that was a really great detail to add to, i love i love it. stuff like that that's a, that's a good catch that's yeah a really good catch but of course it, we do have to talk about it it is a huge part of the movie and a beautiful part of the movie but an incredibly emotional part of the movie as well is the relationship with renee and her mother yes. maria yes <laughs> And that's all we're going to say. <laughs> um, yeah, no, done. but I agree with the when she's first meeting her, just the way she's like looking at her, like she's like otherworldly yeah. because to her she is like, you should not be here, um, but here you are. And so, yes, the way she looks at her, the way she touches her and interacts with her is very, yeah, the performance, like you said, it's just incredible. Um, but this relationship, I don't know if I've seen this quite the way it was, you know, portrayed in this movie of a mother and daughter relationship. It, I mean, I was crying already in the beginning when she sees her, the way Vanessa, like she's, we, she's made us laugh, Mm -hmm. you know, in this sort of like fish out of water thing. And so we've had all of that, the like quirky moments of that. And then immediately she's just got tears just flowing out of her eyes when she sees her mother. And I'm right there with her. Yeah, that scene's intense. And I feel like you realize the minute we see the mom is alive, we all know what's going to happen at the end of the movie. So every interaction she had with her mother from then on, like I was just crying because, you know, you know, it's coming, you know, it's coming. And even just there's a scene where she's like going through the text messages of her that she's. Yeah. And it's so insane because that's such it's such a detail that I, I love because that's what you would do, you know, if you had lost someone and gotten the chance to go back and spend time with them. Of course, she'd be going through your text messages and be like all these interactions, all these interactions and moments that you, you, you shared and just, and it makes you think too about multiple, you know, dimensions and, and multiple, like this whole idea of her going into this other dimension, essentially, right? Like she's taking over the life of her, I mean, it gets crazy. I, you know what? I'll hold off on this. I won't, I won't drag <laughs> us down here. But just think about it because she's playing herself, but herself was already in this place before. You know, she's playing a different version of herself. Like, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. I almost well, want to yeah. get out the whiteboard. Well, know? it also can make you, in a way, feel better knowing that her mom is still out there, right. you know, somewhere. Sailing with, with George Clooney and, and just having a great time. and. <laughs> yeah enough of enough of that for now um before we all start crying so let's talk a little romance or a lot of romance mm. um like i said these two were wonderful together uh, the chemistry was there from the start um i mean how could it not be uh i'm just still thinking about the towel sorry but the you know we have so many really sweet moments with these two you know reconnecting and her sort of like seeing him all over again you know and that's the thing of like you don't the sort of like you don't know what you have until it's gone that she's just seeing 
Aaron in almost a whole new light and way because he's not hers anymore. So it's like she's just seeing all the things maybe that she didn't appreciate or, you know, that she took for granted in him. And so it's just a wonderful way to sort of like see two people fall in love to like together, but also her like re reconnect with him basically. Yeah. Yeah. Reviving her love for this man that she's been with for so long and just really sweet. You know, I love the, the awkwardness, funniness, you know, mixed in with everything. I love the restaurant scene where she goes in and, you know, where she's trying to figure out if he's single. Um, (laughs) are you asking if I'm single? No, (laughs) but are you? I just, Vanessa's delivery in all of these lines was just fantastic. Well, it's just must be so weird for him too, because you know, he he loved her you know back then i mean this he hasn't seen her this version of her for five years you know he hasn't seen this this woman for five years and so for her to just come into his house you know and then just to reconnect i'm sure that's so almost traumatic for him because he's just pushed himself into his work he has no one else and so to have that come back must have been such a shock and the portrayal that he did of this character going through that was remarkable to me yeah and he even says it like you you're here you know like you need to give me some time because you're acting like nothing has changed and like you you said it's been years and i've had been trying to get over you um so yeah obviously that must be very difficult i do want to shout out too that not only is Corey a wonderful actor in this movie but he also directed Great film. job. I mean, like this might have to do with some of the smaller things that we're noticing. You know, that might be direction. Her trying to fix her hair. That could be her or it could be him directing her to do that. You know, we don't know. Yeah. Um, and they actually were in a movie together before. Uh, I believe it's called like Heart of the Holiday or mm-hmm. something like that, which I have not seen. Um, so now that I have seen these two together, I definitely want to go back and oh, watch yeah, this other sure. one. And I'm pretty sure he directed that one as well. I could be wrong. But something else, another added layer to the this wonderful movie is that Corey's wife is also the writer. So oh, wow. this movie was sort of their little, you know, Labor passion project. Yeah. yeah together. And it really shows, you know, it really shows. Um, and his wife is Kate Pragnell. And they, yeah, wonderful job, wonderful team, couple working on such a beautiful film together. Yeah. But let's talk a little technical because that's where this movie really shines for me. I mean, guys, if you ever want to know one, what one of my favorite lighting setups is, it's this film. Uh, it's very natural. Like, there's a lot of window light here. And the interiors, there's just a little bit of tungsten yellow here and there. It's warm. It's just shadowy. It's, it's so delicious. Like, uh, every scene is, is just gorgeous to look at. I, I, I honestly just can't say enough good things about it. I don't think there was any moment where I was like, oh, this lighting just doesn't work for me. Everything was just phenomenal so if you ever want to know what kind of lighting i like just look to this film really great work and even even the editing too i mean there's there's a moment here where so basically when someone's talking you have a reaction shot and then you go back to the person talking and it's like a back and forth right they hold on people's reaction shots just a little bit longer and it just adds to the moment uh really nice work editing too i just wanted to call that out because it's something i really noticed yeah, I mean, I thought the lighting was great, too. I mean, we had some amazing bokeh in this movie. God, bokeh <laughs> everywhere. It was such a low depth of feel throughout, too. I mean, th- I would love to know what they were shooting at because it has to be around like 1.4. Because 2.8, you can still see some details. But a lot of times, the background was just this blur of color and light. 
Um, and it helps, you know, obviously cut the actor out from that background because it was such a darker background. Um, so they had to be shooting in the, in the one range, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, props to the DP for this movie, Stephen Chandler Whitehead. Yeah. Awesome work. Awesome work. I also want to shout out the costuming. Please. Uh, because... Her man, outfit? Ooh. I mean, it... Yeah, everything she, every outfit she had on. I mean, I know, you know, she, in her new life, she's got all these, like, amazing fits. And, oh, that scene. It was so, such like a Sex in the City moment. Her walking into that, you know, big open closet yep, yep. and going through all the, the clothes. And she does such a great job that you're, like, you're, like, in there with her. Like, oh, my God, this is, this must be so fun for her. <laughs> but, yeah, costuming was done by Tina Razian. And I wanted to shout them out because I loved all the looks in this film. Yeah, I, I, I highly uh, agree with that. Yes, I highly agree with that. I mean, the, the outfits were, were fantastic. Uh, even staging. I mean, usually I'm not a big fan of the offices in these films. The offices just look really boring. They had this exposed brick office that felt like a startup. Just great job. And the decorations in every place. The uh, restaurant, which was called Salt and Stone, which is an awesome name for a restaurant. Just look great. I mean, guys, this is a visual feast for the senses. I mean, honestly, I... I loved every every moment. There was no no discernible flaws, which was really kind of remarkable for me. A visual feast for the senses. I mean, honestly, honestly, put that on your poster. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, <laughs> it it was just great to see. And if even if you just mute it, and which I don't recommend, but if you just watch this film without sound and just look at it, every scene was just organized so beautifully. Um, and again, that has a lot to do with the DP and the director working together to make something really, really special here. Yeah, I loved the locations in this film. I love yeah. that it kind of went from different place to different place. I mean, the house, the her mother's house that mm -hmm. they are living in. I mean, talk about decorations when they're in that kitchen. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And it was it was different. Like we see sort of the same decoration, like yeah. Christmas decorations in they these movies. They go to Target. They get their dollar yeah, store decorations. Yeah, but these yeah. felt almost like, I don't know if they're like homemade or they something. Like, someone's decorations. They felt like yes, someone's decorations. Yes, they yeah. felt very, you know, different. Yeah. And, um, but also like special for these people. So it made yeah. you feel like you really were in these people's homes during the holidays. Um, and you got to feel for what type of people they were almost, if that makes sense. But it just uh, really adds so much to these movies when you add any sort of like, you know, you think it might be a small detail, but for us, those are, you know, really huge things. It's what makes the film. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, the way to think about this, all these small details add up into one huge detail for us. And it's just, oh, man, I mean, I just hate gushing, but I, I have to gush because just everything, everything was just great. I mean, I, the stars aligned through everyone's performances. I mean, there wasn't a bad performance in this film. You know, her, um, I was going to say her coworker, but really their partner is Jerry. Uh, he was fantastic. Her friend, everyone just came together. Um, and Jerry was such a fun character too, because you kind of hate him, but you kind of don't, you know, because he's all business, but he's not really mean about it. He's just, you know, he wants what's best for the company, basically. But he has a bit of a villainy vibe. That's what I'm saying. Like you kind of hate, want to hate him, but yeah. you don't at the same time. So that's a really nuanced performance there. Yeah, because when they talk about the 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 demise of Aaron and Renee, Jerry's name is what always comes up. Is Jerry did that? Jerry came into the picture. So I don't know. Is Jerry like? got a secret thing for Renee? Well, no, but or... I mean, you have to put yourself into your business. And I'm sure Jerry was the one kind of driving her to keep pushing forward. And so even in the end, when she's like, oh, I know it's going to work out, 
I don't know if it's going to work out without Jerry because Jerry is really seems to be like the brains behind the business side of this. And so for her to have this successful business again with her husband, obviously, she's going to need Jerry there. But also, like, I still think Jerry might low key be into Renee. Yeah, like, he was trying some eyes. Like he really the whole like Europe thing. Like he was like seeming like, oh, hey, Aaron, what's up? But no, we are going to you work. We are yeah, going. He to was Europe not together. happy. He was not happy to see him there. He was not happy to see it. Yeah. So I don't know. There may have been something. And uh, same with uh, his uh, restaurant manager. She seemed to have eyes for him. She did not like Renee coming back. You yeah. Know, there was there's definitely some, again, some subtle nuance here. Uh, for sure. But obviously those people, you know, just fell by the wayside because <laughs> Aaron and Renee only have eyes for each other. And we definitely see that in the film the longing the stares the almost kisses that we have oh my gosh we need to talk about this the where he cooks for her and the scene in the kitchen i mean i know you i could just hear you uh, you were making some audible noises was i really um (laughs) i wouldn't they show him like chopping i know you were impressed with the the i was he was chopping exactly i don't know if they had a hand extra in there or if he just learned how to do that uh, or maybe Corey Sevier is just an amazing chef. Also. I don't know. I need to know because uh, extremely proper chopping to the point. It wasn't just like he was doing it correctly. He was doing it correctly and fast, which is what's hard. Because a lot of times you see these actors and they're chopping in the proper way, but they're not doing it quick like a chef would. And he was doing it quick like the chef would or, or whomever those hands were. Because <laughs> we see a close up of the hands and then we see him. So I don't, I don't know. I need to find out. Let us know. Well, I don't know. Either way, whatever he was cooking looked oh, good. Oh, gosh. And Beautiful. I Beautiful. loved, you know, the little, the montage, you know. Um, we always get a cook, but this was a great cooking montage. And again, the kitchen looked good. Usually these kitchens don't look good. I mean, we talked about it with Sean, how these kitchens are overlit and they're just not romantic. This kitchen seemed romantic to me. Oh, it was romantic. Great. The lighting. Yeah. The, I mean, it was very romantic. And... You know, this is where we get an almost kiss. And this scene, like the way their their heads are turning, yep. like they are definitely going in for it. And it just gave me all the feels. And I know I usually like absolutely hate the almost kisses that get interrupted, but it didn't, you know, they it made sense. Yeah, yeah. This one made sense because they stopped it themselves. Well, so he th- did. He stopped well, yeah. it. You know, this is not like some little kid walking in on them asking where the, the bathroom is. You know, this is a moment, <laughs> a beautiful moment. And he's like, look, I can't do this. And again, he shows that vulnerability, that pain that he's been carrying around for five years, guys. Gosh, I love it. It sounds like you've been carrying some pain. I mean, we all carry pain. <laughs> we all carry pain, and he's just bringing it. I mean, I every love, scene. I mean, that would have been a totally different scene if a little kid had just showed up like, hey, guys, where's, where's, where's the bathroom? bathroom? Yeah. Or his manager could have walked in, you know, something like that, which she does eventually. But um, even even stranger, because the restaurant was closed. So yeah. there was a little, <laughs> a little kid, kid walking around. Is this a ghost? Um, um, I mean, do you, do you, I mean, this is what I always don't understand in these movies, and some of them do it. Just tell him your magic. I mean, tell him that you've come from a different dimension, an alternate reality, you know, let him know that, that you're not the same person, you know, like, let's have that conversation. What does that look like? Well, you know why they don't, because then they'll think, you know, they're crazy. Like, what? Would you think I was, if I came to you tomorrow, You, no. <laughs> I would absolutely believe you, but, Makes it feel good, you know. Right? Um, I don't know. Maybe Aaron would have not believed her and she didn't want to scare him. So, but to me, if they're your person, they'll believe you. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, I've always wondered that or even talked to the mom. I don't know. 
I, they don't do it a lot of times. Sometimes they'll do it in these magic movies where they go into different dimensions and whatnot, but um, oftentimes they won't. Yeah. But with all of these movies, we do have the inevitable conflict. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We have a few conflicts, actually. Um, yeah. Some you know. some harder. Uh, some harder than the others. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the contract thing, you always read the contract. I mean. Yeah. That felt a little. Um, she's going through so much right now. She is. Yeah. And she's kind of just like she. I mean, she hasn't been doing this job for very long, obviously. Right. So I feel like she just trusted Jerry. And that's where I'm like, whoa. Jerry, you know, you know that this is. Well, I thought he was going to cut her out of the business or something. I thought it was going to be awful. I thought it was going to be something with Aaron that it was going to be like they were taking his recipes and going to use it, but not him or something like that. Which would which would have ruined the movie for me. Yes. To have Jerry be really like a bad guy would have not not been smart to me. And so I'm glad they didn't go down that path. Yeah. It was heartbreaking when Aaron they comes to the party, which, oh, my gosh, the. The speech. The speech and cutting to the mom again for the reaction <sighs> shot and just seeing how proud the mom. Was. Oh, ooh, ooh! Give me a minute, guys. I need a minute. I, oh, it's coming up. Oh, you're gonna seeing, need more than a minute. Uh, seeing how proud the mom was as she was giving that speech and realizing just how important she was and what she was doing, um, it it was something. And so obviously. You know, he's upset about the, the Europe thing. He storms off. I'm like, oh, here we go. He's not going to return calls. But he, she runs after him. She, she does the right thing, runs after him, stops him on the street. I'm glad they have that conversation because otherwise this would have been stupid conflict, which makes no sense. But he stops and they talk it out. Uh, but then he says it's too late and yeah. it's just heartbreaking. I I mean, it, this shot of him walking away like in his coat and the uh. street lights, like, Oh my God, it was gorgeous, but I was just shattered. Like I was like, no, don't go. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, everything could have worked out, but obviously this isn't their life. So we know it had to happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it did even, you know, cause if she stayed there and even, you know, the elf angel says it, you were never meant to stay here because then she would have maybe turned into the character that whose life she was taking over. Like, I don't like, well, what, you're getting a tricky territory. I don't. We don't know if there's and someone else already living that life, there or if this is just a fantasy life that was just that would just go away once she leaves. I, I don't, don't know. think so. I think this is someone's life. I think she's in the shoes of someone's life. And what's even weirder to me? Hear me out. What if? Just hear me out. What if this really didn't happen? What if she is just simply concussed? She slips on the ice, walking to her car hits the back of her head, gets into the car, passes out. What if this is not magic at all? This is just her dealing with a concussion. Well, I mean, I don't want you to take away the magic, but I actually like that better than thinking that she just took, you know, those things always make me feel weird when someone like comes into someone else's life. Right. Or like in Next Stop Christmas where she has to leave that bin and like, it's just, exactly. it what gets happens? really complicated and kind of like, horrifying if you I think know too much it, it, about it's it. very horrifying like I want to I might do a whiteboard on this one <laughs> and put it on the old patreon because I I need to dig deep because there's some you know bootstrapping here that we need to talk about but uh you know this scene uh, go back to the scene it it's beautifully done so the normally the stupid conflict actually becomes a really beautiful scene between these two heartbreaking scene um and then she realizes that she you know you know the elf angel comes tells her what's up and she has to go back to uh, to, to mom, mm. and um, and 
and the movie. And, and that's the movie, guys. The movie. Yeah. When I knew, uh, I was joking around because I was trying to fight my feelings. But when they, when I knew that the mom goodbye was going to be happening, I told him, I was like, all right, that was a great movie. Let's, let's, uh, stop. let's, let's turn stop it off it. there. Because <laughs> um, I didn't feel like a sob fest. But, oh, man. But that's what I got because we have more heartbreak. And this time, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if we can talk about this. Um, I mean, it's, it. It's beautiful. I mean, it. you couldn't have done it in a, in a better way. I mean, the, they're watching movies together, just curl up on the couch. Again, these moments where she's just touching her mom just because she's about to lose her again, you know? And then at at the very end, and it's like her mom has already passed away. Her mom is like sleeping on the couch, and she's just cradling her hand and just like, she, I think she kisses the hand and just, oh my God, it is... One of the most. She says, "I'll picture you sailing." Oh my God! Is how dare you, Hallmark? It is one of the most painfully beautiful moments uh, in a film that we've seen, and just again acted so well between the mom and just oh golly, yeah, sobbing. I was sobbing, and I'm holding holding it back right now because it it. I don't know that I've seen something quite like that. In a Hallmark movie. I don't, I don't know. Um, I almost say that it's Christmas in July. This, to me, needs to be on the banner well, yeah. for, for Christmas. I mean, this movie... Uh, oh, gosh, it's so good. Yeah, this felt like some like a finale Christmas... You know, yeah. like the big, um, the big Christmas finale movie. Like, it was just so... It was so good. And this scene, in particular, was so moving... Amazing performances by both uh, of the actors, uh, Paula and Vanessa. And Vanessa, I and I want to shout out uh, one of our listeners. Um, actually, had a little bit of a conversation with her uh, about this particular scene, and she made a beautiful comment about Vanessa's acting. How even though the scene was so sad that Vanessa still had this like bit of almost like joy yeah. with her in, in these emotional moments, which God. I thought was a wonderful call out. So it's not, you're not just like completely sad. Like you get like, this is a sad moment, but it's also something beautiful and like joyful for her knowing that she's going to be able to move on and have she's dealing a with better grief. life. Exactly. Yeah. Really well put. I mean, she's dealing with her grief. She's getting over that grief, working through that grief. Cause you never really get over grief. She's working through that grief realizes that she feels special to have these moments with her mom. She's able to say goodbye like she wasn't before. Yeah. Uh, so there is joy there, um, which is which is remarkable. Even the mom says, you know, uh, I'm just going to... Uh, uh, Do you need uh, a tissue? <laughs> mom says goodbyes are an important part of life. And just this conversation, man. Um, and then she goes back. And she goes back uh, to her old life. And then we're happy again. And we're happy again. She's happy. She's uh she's on a tear. She does all sorts of crazy stuff this morning. Uh, Quits I, her job. Yeah, I thought it was Christmas morning. But so again, there's not only like a different dimension, but she's time traveling as well. <laughs> um, so I think I'm gonna have to do a whiteboard. And so the my favorite part about this when she goes back is when she sees when she sees Aaron, she runs and jumps into his arms like it is. That's why I'm gonna start greeting you oh, every morning. Oh by God. the way. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, it was such, such, such a beautiful thing. I mean, just that sort of joyous moment after watching something so heartbreaking. Um, and you feel for it. You feel that they're going to be able to move on. Not without Jerry, obviously, but they are able to move on. Um, Where is Jerry in this, I don't this know. dimension? So that's, so five, so here's my question. She goes 
to a different dimension, right? An alternate reality. Is it five years from that moment in the car or is it that time in the car, but in a different dimension? And so there's things that I need to know. Like, have they been married for five years? I think they have been. So, so she's older now. Wait, ah, guys. No, I'm, when she goes back, it's when it's the same time. Right. But when she goes into the other dimension, is it the same time or is it five years in the future? Do you know what I mean? Oh. Right? That's what I need to well, know. Well, no, I was taking it as it was in her past because Let's, the way she, the way her friend, it was weird because she knew her friend would be working at the restaurant right. and that had happened before exactly in so. her time now. So we got some timey-wimey stuff. We, we got do. some timey-wimey. I tried not, again, I try not to think about it too hard, but I know you live for that oh, I love stuff. It. I love it. hurts. Time travel. It hurts my brain. <laughs> Um, but we have a beautiful moment. I mean, this is your romance area, so you take it away from here because this is this is great stuff. Yeah, I mean, this movie too. It had amazing romance, but it was so much bigger than than that because yeah. we had the the story of the the mother and that relationship, and you know, following your dreams and not being afraid to move on and let yourself experience new things and um, to take risks and things like that. So there were all these themes that were just you know wonderful on top of the romance. But yeah. I also love this story of, you know, being able to appreciate what you have and seeing, you know, the little things in every day that can bring you joy. Like even if you are going through tough times, that it's like at least you have your person that you can share this life with. Yeah. And I love that Aaron is this sort of encouragement for her. You know, he's like encouraging her. He's this cheerleader for her. And so I love that relationship. Um, and she just needs to hear it. You know, I think we all have, you know, our issues of like being able to know our worth and stuff like that. So I feel like he was really that for her. So I love getting to see that in this like new life that she's just going to seize the day and, you know, that they're going to make the move and sell the house. And yeah, and her, the her running up to him, uh, you know, when he comes in and you can tell like how happy he is and probably surprised like, oh, yeah. who um, are you? <laughs> yeah. So then it just makes you feel so good to know that, you know, moving forward, they're going to have this sort of like revived love uh, yeah, for she's, each she's other. She's finally able to get over her grief. She's finally ma able to to deal with that. And that's this movie is really just about grief, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's layers, but that's the heart of it is, is how to deal with grief. Yeah. Um, and so we do get a kiss. Yeah. I know you're all waiting. The kiss was wonderful. And I rated it sparks. Oh, it was a really good kiss. Look, your I was rating still system so is flawed. I you have a flawed rating system. sobbing from the mother, <laughs> the goodbye with Maria. Uh, it was not a blazing inferno kiss. What? I don't think it needed to be. It was it was a very good kiss, but it wasn't to me. That's not what it was. It was. Okay. It was sparks. If you think it was a blazing inferno, then that's wonderful. Blazing inferno, lighting that kitchen up. <laughs> um, and I just realized also, it had to have been in the future because her friend had already had the baby. Yeah. So, don't worry, guys. I'm gonna piece this together. We're gonna come together. But it wasn't because it was also the past because she was saying that she was moving <laughs> into the suburbs, which right. she had already done in the present. I need to talk to the writer. We need to have a conversation. Uh, so we'll, I'll figure this out guys and I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. <laughs> um, but that was take me back yeah. for Christmas. Yep. And, uh, yeah, again, would definitely phenomenal. watch this one again. Maybe tonight. I don't know. We'll no, for, honestly, again. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. So please guys, if you watch even just one Hallmark movie this year, make it this one. Uh, this one is just outstanding. 
highly, highly recommend it. Um, can't say enough good. Th- I mean, you hear us gushing. Uh, we can't say enough good things about it. It's just a real treat. You know, when you see a movie like this, you're like, this is why we do this. You know, this is really, really wonderful. Yeah. And I really hope that, you know, these two, if not together, at least they'll still be making something for the Christmas season coming up. I know with all of the the writers strike and everything, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know the landscape is going to be. But I would love to see more of these two, obviously. And I love this duo of Corey and his wife, Kate, um, directing and writing. Uh, just fantastic. And yeah. so, yeah, I want to see more movies like this. This just, it melted my heart. It made me happy. It filled me with just all of the feels, Christmas and, you know, love and all of the good good things. So, yeah. bravo. Yep, bravo, guys. Thank you. And again, thank you all for listening every week. We really appreciate it. If you haven't already joined our Facebook group, we're over on there. It's technically romance. Come join us. We have a wonderful group over there already talking about all things Hallmark and as well as our Patreon. We'd love to have you there. Yeah, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to get this DP. We're going to need to do deep dive. Some of these scenes, there's one scene in particular. I won't spoil it for you because I might just do a breakdown myself. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous shot. Yeah. And yeah, if you as always, if you were listening on Apple or Spotify, if you would give us a rating and review those always really help us Mm -hmm. out and brighten our day and we really appreciate it so thanks again and we will be back next week thanks guys thanks